In 2012, a mysterious image was posted on 4chan instructing users to find a hidden message. What transpired beyond that amounts to one of the internet's biggest and most convoluted mysteries to date. Today, we'll be talking about the internet's most baffling enigma, Cicada 3301. Welcome to Red Web. It's a Monday, and we're back. I'm Trevor Collins, and with me, as always, Alfredo Diaz. Hello, hello. Another week, another reason to be terrified of <laughs> everything, to be honest. It's true. It's true. <laughs> the internet, it's everywhere, and it's with you, and it's scary. This is probably one of my favorite mysteries that we will be covering probably ever, because it's so prolific, it's so well-known, but it's so deep. There's just so much here to bite into that leads to question mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whew, uh, I'm excited. I was told uh, a little bit ago that this is uh, possibly a two-part. That's going to be a big boy. Um, mm. Trying to get my head ready. And I think I've recovered from the last episode where I was pulled in every single direction possible uh -huh. and broke my brain. So I think I think my brain cells have recovered. This is the Brain and... Break podcast, certainly. Oh. And I do want to say... This is by far the most recommended topic that we touch on, and I'm super excited to get into it. Uh, but thank you again for all of your requests on Twitter and in the reviews and everywhere else. All right, so what do you say we just jump right into this thing? As always, I'm going to point you to our social media at RedWebPod, primarily because, especially on this one, there are a lot of visual clues that I'm going to be referring to. And if you're interested, I will describe them. But if you're interested, we will post a an image that will outline some of the major images. And there might be enough here that we'll have a couple posts outlining them. But that way you get a visual element to go along with what's going on here in this large, convoluted scavenger hunt of a mystery. So this all started on January 4th, 2012. Again, a mysterious post was made on a message board known as 4chan. You might be aware of it. The image was simple. It was a black background with white text that says, quote, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. Signed, 3301, end quote. Ooh. So with that, immediately the internet was sparked. Oh, Interests yeah. were immediately lit up. People thought this might have been an ARG, so they were super stoked to get into it to figure out what that might lead to. The mention of a hidden message was obviously hook, line, and sinker. Internet dose straight. Yeah. You, you throw that out there to the internet, that's a challenge they'll accept uh, happily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, stuff like this is fun. I remember like way, way back, you know, just to kind of like dive into different kind of category uh i think it was one of the halos they had like a whole like mystery scavenger mm -hmm. hunt it was like this whole bees thing yeah 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 and I, I i might be misremembering this but i don't think people knew it was a halo thing until yeah. a little bit later on that's that's a really interesting topic for sure like that yeah. that like has no obvious connective tissue back to halo and honestly like i would love to hear feedback from you guys the audience if this is something that you would love to hear us cover, I know a lot of you want us to cover more ARGs or ARGs in general, but yeah, let us know. Yeah, but 
but that being said, like, yeah, stuff like this is always just like, ooh, this sounds fun. Um, but this is the Red Web Podcast, so <laughs> I don't expect this to be something happy like a video game. <laughs> hey, you can be smiling while you do this. All right. So before we dive into the the solve here and the road, the mystery, everything, what would you do if you were a user on 4chan and you came across this and you wanted to start? How would you go about starting this? Obviously, I'll tell you how it goes, but I would I'd love to hear from you. Um, I mean, the the likelihood that I would be one of the first people to come across this um, is unlikely. So I would start by kind of jumping in and figuring out where the Internet, right? Because the Internet likes to figure this stuff out as a group like a high uh, collectively level. yeah you know yeah. people like to help each other out um to a certain degree you know if it's a competition then people start to create their own little like groups but yeah i would i would jump in right away see where i'm at in this um for lack of better words race this competition and uh kind of try and jump in and not be behind right mm-hmm. and just start where they've started during this uh race Right. My luck is I usually find this stuff a thousand years later and I just kind of read up on it and I go, that would have been fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if I saw and experienced that during that time. <laughs> right. All right. So let's dive in. So we have the message in a very simple image and it says that there is a hidden message within this. There were several different methods that were used in order to decipher the message, but the one that stuck, the one that stood out and the one that worked where people opened the image simply, you might think simply, right, in a text mm-hmm. file, a TXT file, using a software known as Notepad, inherent on most PCs. Yeah, everyone has Notepad. That's easy peasy right there. Right. So they open it up in Notepad. They see a bunch of babble. You can open up any image in text. And if you want to do that at home, yeah, I encourage you to see what you might see. But among all this babble of characters, letters, and numbers, at the very end was a clean, capitalized message saying, Tiberius Claudius Caesar says end quote. And following that was something that looked very repetitious. It, it looked like something that could be decoded with a cipher. And so it was, in fact, deciphered and it led to an Imgur link, oh, which is an yeah. image hosting website if you're not familiar. So that Imgur picture appeared to be a dead end because once you went to that website, it had a picture of like a wooden mallard, like a fake duck with a text that says, whoops, just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. And so that is a probably a dead end for people that don't know how to look even further to try to problem solve and figure out how to pull out the next step, because this is, in fact, the beginning of the trail. Ooh, see, OK, so interesting. I mean, first and foremost, like this is the Internet. Uh, so the fact that, you know, you, you got to the text and it says such and such says what? And it didn't say like these nuts or something like that. That's <laughs> that's good, right? Because you're, right. Just, like, you're not getting rickrolled or something like that uh, mm-hmm. by the masses. But to kind of rewind it back a little bit, it's yeah. a post on 4chan, and the post is... So the post on 4chan was a simple image. It was a black image with white text outlining the hello, there's a hidden message, and that was it. Okay. The 4chan message boards, for those unfamiliar, cycle very quickly, and the only way for them to stay basically alive is for people to reply to them and keep them on the front page. Obviously, this is something that had a lot of people guessing there were a lot of people going like what is this is this real does this go anywhere and that's why it stuck so well to that page and that's why so many people were able to jump down this trail obviously people also saved the image so that way the path could leave the website and suddenly be shared with other individuals if i emailed this to anybody 
you know, they would be able to start jumping on the mystery trail. Okay, so it was like a, uh, an actual image that you could download and then people were opening it up in Notepad. Mm-hmm. And so that then led to that Tiberius Claudius Caesar quote. Which led to the imager link. Which had a ciphered, a Caesar cipher that decoded an imager link. Okay. So a cipher essentially is just a way to change up the language. To put it simply, it just encrypted it. Yeah. And so they decrypted it, found that it was a link, sent them to Imgur where they found the wooden mallard that was claiming that it was a decoy. However, mm. people postulated that there was something else here, obviously having figured out clue one, that there was some hidden information within the image. So people figured out that this image had to be opened up in a steganography program known as Outguess. For those of you unfamiliar, steganography is simply the practice of concealing messages or information within non-secret text or data. Man, if ooh, if I was hot on this trail, even just like, okay, I'm first and foremost, my contribution to all this would end at opening up at a, um, the document on a notepad mm -hmm. flat out. That's, that's all I can contribute. But I'd feel like I was a hacker, man, for sure. Yeah, look at all these characters. It's like I'm the like, Matrix oh in God, here. Oh my God, I've cracked a code. <laughs> I'm a genius. Puzzle solved. That's crazy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I could only imagine everyone going absolutely insane over this. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there is a second step that has information beyond the next image mm -hmm. immediately tells you, all right, there's something going on here. There is definitely a path here and it's leading somewhere. And remember, the original message indicated that whoever we, quote, we are, yep. we're looking for highly intelligent individuals. So you know that all of these steps are only going to get more convoluted as time goes on. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, you know, it's kind of like scientists uh, in a sense, like, you know, no one stopped to ask if they uh, should. <laughs> right. You don't know what's at the end of this, but Poo. man, the Internet's racing right towards it. So, yeah. All right. Going back to the image of the mallard of that fake duck with the decoy messaging, Internet users opened the image in Outguess, and that showed yet another curious message that listed a series of numbers separated by colons. The message also listed a book code that directed users to a subreddit in order to find information about the book and how to decode it. And for your information, a book code in this instance is defined as a code which uses a book in order to decode something else, right? So if you think of like page numbers, go to page 35, go to word 15 and go to letter two that and then oh. you keep doing that over and over and over and that's how you can start to develop either a new clue or a new message or something of that sort so that's where we're at uh we have this message a book a potential book code and a subreddit Ooh, this rabbit hole feels like it's gonna get real deep <laughs> it's definitely windy and I'll, I'll tell you what i'm not one of the intelligent individuals that would have made it this far no not at all this seems like a lot of work but then again, they, they did say that they're trying to find the mm -hmm. most intelligent of people. Consider me weeded out. Yeah. So people obviously flocked to that subreddit page where there were two images posted. One was named Welcome and the other was named Problems. Welcome was a picture simply of a welcome mat. Problems was a tiled picture of tapestry, which is very interesting. It's a repeated pattern, a normal looking tapestry of a gentleman on a tall rectangular piece of fabric. And that mm -hmm. image repeats from left to right over and over and over. Eventually there seems to be some sort of glitching pattern that starts to meld the tapestry, that repeated pattern into itself. And so it looks like it's glitching out the further right you go. Again, I refer you to 
at redwebpod if you want to see some visual assets for yourself. Oh man, that right there, that's a, let me help you guys out. That's a click, 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 enhance. Click, 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 enhance. <laughs> like. that, to me, that's, that's too creepy. I, listen, if I found this subreddit and I saw a welcome mat and the next one looked like an image that was tearing itself apart under some sort of glitchy code, I would, I was thinking I'd be waking up from the matrix or something and I would bounce easily. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you're smart. You watch this from a distance. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. You watch the other players. Like you watch the other individuals, all those intelligent chaps get in there. So yeah. both of these images, as you can imagine, contained messages that were found again using outguess. And what was interesting here is that both of them had a PGP signature on them. And PGP, if you recall, back from episode two, I believe, where we discussed Satoshi Nakamoto, the mm -hmm. mysterious creator of Bitcoin, PGP stands for Pretty Good Privacy. It's an encryption software, and the presence of this key essentially guarantees that this is coming from a specific individual or group. Nobody else can fake this key. It's essentially a way to guarantee, all right, this is the official cicada, anytime you see this signature. Okay. So that kind of makes you feel like, yeah, it's this is something that's um, it's kind of more on a serious level, right? Mm -hmm. That's what that tells me. Um, right. Usual it's... trolls or uh, people of the the like aren't usually the kind of people that go to that length, right, of yeah. detail and protection, um, and certification. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Okay. This was the longest, windiest road to a Rick Roll video. I, yeah, I don't think people would be leaving signatures this way and that. So now we have this introduction of an encrypted signature to verify that you are either on the wrong path or on the correct path. And to build on that, and looking at the messages here, starting with the welcome image, that message said simply, patience is a virtue, good luck. And it also seemed to indicate that all future messages coming from Cicada themselves would be signed with this very key. Problems message, on the other hand, said, quote, the key has always been right in front of your eyes. This isn't the quest for the Holy Grail. Stop making it more difficult than it is. Good luck." End quote. So again, they're very self-aware. They're very self-aware about the path that, that, that people are heading down, you know, with the, whoops, this is a decoy, you're heading down the wrong path, or, hey, stop overthinking this, the key's right in front of you, stop thinking this is bigger than it is, don't make it more difficult than it is, just like, go with your gut, essentially is what they're saying here. Weird that it, it appears that they're helping more than I thought they would be. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be a very much like, you know, place and observe type of scenario. Yeah, I don't know. Their clues are very straightforward. I think the difficult part is deciphering those clues and finding them. But once you find them, they're very transparent, very clear on what the next step is. And that at that point, it's up to your mind your technological know-how to figure out how to then decrypt that next thing to get that next clear message. So again, this seems to start leaning further and further away from someone who's just trying to waste people's time, trying to just troll individuals. But I don't want to forget that we started talking about a book code, right? I don't want to forget about that book. So using the title of the subreddit, people were able to decipher the code, which produced a story, which was then used to decipher that book code. Essentially, very, very convoluted and you know, this is a very windy road and we're looking back about eight years to try to figure out how these puzzles went down. So essentially, the subreddit offered clues on how to decode the book that we talked about earlier into the next meaningful step, a phone number. Ooh, see, 
a, a phone number. Granted, I mean, if you're getting up to this point, you're you're smart. You're probably using um, some way to mask your your number. But right to me, it seems like another possible like roadblock for people. Right, you start mm -hmm. weeding people out. Maybe at this point, you, you weed out the people who aren't as like confident or risk taking because. If they don't know how to, right? They're just kind of tagging along. They're not the ones that kind of like leading the pack here. They're probably not too tech savvy. So at that point you go, well, damn, do I really want to like risk having my number out there? Could be a right. scam. Could be, you know, some way to gain information from me. It's very reminiscent of the dreams episode, right? Where phone numbers were very much on the table, very much at the forefront of that mystery. So there's something tangible for some reason to me about a phone number entering the fray when it's images on a website you feel like you're at arm's length but as soon as you have to even if you use a voip to hide your real phone number and your identity there's something very eerie about calling a mysterious phone number especially under these circumstances yeah so now we have this phone number individuals called it it's been deactivated since so unfortunately i won't be able to call that number to figure out if it's still going but it did have a voicemail once you did call, and it went as follows. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final.jpg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a .com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. And what's interesting here to me, not to stop the puzzle, but I want to focus on the fact that it said goodbye here. Every single message seems to say good luck and end it there. And so this almost seems to indicate that the puzzle is either coming to a close or that their hands-on nature with the way the puzzles are being solved is about to end. That's my personal conjecture, but it seems interesting nonetheless. Oh, I, no, I completely agree. I mean, that's where my mind went, right? Because uh, I felt like at some point, if they're looking for the best and the brightest, at some point, they're going to be hands off and mm -hmm. I, I did not expect them to be hands on in the first mm -hmm. place something that like it's like kind of like just sitting at the back of my mind is if they're looking for the best and the brightest and they threw it out there on the internet the internet is going to be working together so right i'm really happy that you're touching on that yeah i'm kind of like waiting to see if there's a point where they force people yes to do things on their own mm -hmm. i mean because they're, they're looking for the best and the brightest right you People can't keep cheating off of each other. Right. They're going to have to force them to do their own homework. <laughs> exactly. It's not like you wanted the open hive mind of the internet working for you or whatever. You want those individuals. And so that's I'm, I'm happy that you brought that up because that is a great point. And we will actually get to that in a couple steps here because it very much is a part of this puzzle. So going back, we had the phone call. We have the voicemail. Perhaps it's just phone etiquette, by the way. They said goodbye. So that way they knew the message was over. <laughs> yeah. But... Individuals went back to that original message, the image that kicked everything off. And so they're looking for two more prime numbers. Well, they figured out that the dimensions of the image were 509 and 503 in pixels, obviously. And it turns out that those are also prime numbers. So multiplying these numbers together and entering .com at the end, people found a website. And this is where the namesake cicada comes from, because on that website is an image of a cicada as well as a countdown. And again, using outguess to look for hidden messages within the image of the cicada, people found a message, and it was also PGP signed with that signature. And it says, quote, You have done well to come this far. Patience is a virtue. 
Check back at 1700 hours on Monday 9th, January 2012 UTC. So universal time. When that time came, the site updated to show an image featuring two coordinates. People ran that image through OutGuess again to find even more coordinates. These coordinates marked 14 different locations across five different countries, including the United States, Poland, France, South Korea, and Australia. So this is a pretty substantial global footprint for this next clue. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the back of my mind, it's like, okay, this is the Red Web podcast. So this isn't going to be butterflies. Um, <laughs> Someday I'm going to give you butterflies. I'm going to, I'm just going to drop yeah, you a happy right? one. And then everyone lived happily ever after. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is like some movie, like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Type of thing where you just you go on a wild adventure and then at the end you get to take over Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. But okay, wait, well, hold this, on. This is exciting. Yeah, four, 14 kids across the world come down to Cicada's <laughs> factory. So individuals obviously uh, on 4chan span the globe. And at these coordinates, people were able to get out ride their bikes or whatever to go find these sheets of paper that were around town exactly at these coordinates. And the paper had that very same cicada image and a QR code at the bottom. What? You can actually find videos of people finding these cicada images in the wild on YouTube right now, if you were so inclined. Yeah. But scanning these QR codes led to two other PGP signed messages that included another book code. Now, if say like you're following this trail and uh one of these you know places is i don't know maybe 30 minutes from where you're where you're at would you would you have gone i i probably would have gone but i think i think the people that were first on site tended to pull them down so they could scan them and upload them to the websites right so more than likely if you went to the location nearest you the image would have been pulled down yeah now i would have been curious to call the police with a non-emergency number and see if there wasn't a way to I don't know if there's a street camera or something or if there's a nearby store so so i i just can't believe that nobody saw anybody hanging this, these images up you know yeah no that's true um it would be really cool if you had that a uh, like that, that resource right to just be like hey let me let me, let me see the traffic cams let me see what's going on here um i don't know if i would have gone if i did i would have had to gone strapped and for uh, yeah me, i don't know what that means <laughs> strapped with like you got jackie on your side jackie your girlfriend you just uh, all right jackie here yeah. we go we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tag go team you know what i mean and uh investigate yeah i i think i would have to go with someone i think it's oh, not only is it somebody. interesting and to me exciting i think there's, there's something fascinating about this but yes at the end of the day something in the back of my mind is like yeah you don't know if this is down a dark alley. And the last thing I'm going to do once I get to that location, if I see it down a dark alley, I'm not going down there. Oh, 100%. I'm just, I'm like, just going to snap if, a photo and run. Yeah, if you're following uh, this kind of like trail and you're driving down a main road and it veers <laughs> off to this like dirt rub, nah, no, nah. I'm gone. Um, that's not, I'm not a part of that. That's not happening. Mm -mm. Right. When it, when it says <laughs> turn left at the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, like uh, that's the end for me. Yeah, I'm out. But most of these images, as far as I can see, looking back, were around cities and populated areas. The video that I was referring to, in fact, shows a gentleman at a bike rack, and it was kind of taped to the shelter that was above the bike rack. So, not in any nefarious locations. But, I mean, hidden in a public area. Mm-hmm. Hidden in plain sight. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. 
because like when you were talking about like oh it spans different like locations uh, around the world i was like oh my god it's a corporation um but no i mean they could have just been working with other people on the internet that mm -hmm. live in other locations like that's you know straightforward yeah you just hire somebody off craigslist to go post up a random image and they're like i don't yeah. I, just, I made 10 bucks i don't know what this is so again, those QR codes led to two other PGP signed messages that both included another book code. And at the end of both messages was another strange note. Quote, you've shared too much to this point. We want the best, not the followers. Thus, the first few there will receive the prize. Good luck. So again, it's interesting. We thought we were done with the direct communication with this Cicada entity. However, it's clear to me that this is not a path that was designed and well it wasn't all laid out ahead of time it was ongoing so as the puzzle was being solved the next clues were being laid in order to put this message in place yeah that's um you're being watched is what i'm saying really that's really weird uh very creepy i mean there it is right there's that that kind of um split path that i was talking mm -hmm. about where they would start forcing people to uh do things on their own i mean damn because you got to think too, like if you're trying to look for the like the smartest people, there's you probably have some smart, like super intelligent people that just don't have the means to get to one of these. Sure. I mean, it, it, there's only 14 locations literally across five countries across the world. These these are countries that are all very far apart. Yeah. minus maybe Poland and France, but these, this spans the globe. And even if you are in one of these countries, the odds are that it that it's close or any way convenient. Yeah, it's that's yeah. That's a tough spot. And, and you got to think, too, like the Internet up until this point has been working together in tandem, right? To try and figure this out. I mean, who's to say you don't just get 14 Alfredos that come across and just go, <laughs> well, all right, I guess it all ends here. <laughs> right. That's exactly it. There's this weird piece of luck, but also destination. Again, like like you're pointing out, if I'm not nearby it, but I am qualified mentally, right? If I'm intelligent enough to be a part of the society. Why might I need to be nearby, I don't know, Perth, Australia? Yeah. Like, does that immediately, you know, remove you from this from this thing? It's, so it's interesting, you know, it is a gamble on their behalf. If perhaps somebody's walking down the street and they don't like, you know, posters in general, they don't like street advertisements and they just tear it off and throw it away. Like, that's a yeah. whole city, a whole area of the globe that's out. Yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of um, factors that could go wrong or just not up to their standards but okay all right this is i'm i'm hooked yeah so again we have these signs with qr codes that have two different messages i've read the first one the second one actually then leads to the poem agrippa and after applying the book code to that people were able to figure out a dot onion address and if you aren't aware a dot onion address is a special use top level domain designation for an anonymous onion service formerly known as a hidden service it's reachable via the tor network and tor is a program used specifically to browse the dark web it's like a web browser oh. but it increases your anonymity so that way you are safe if you are browsing nefarious websites or websites that otherwise don't want to be tracked mm, there it is now we're getting into the dark web mm -hmm. we're diving deep into the dark web and uh, so going to this onion address led to yet another message instructing people to make a new email address where they will then be emailed a number that corresponded to the order in which they visited that web page. And from here, it's unsure what exactly happened. 
it seemed that everyone who made it this far and entered their email address at this final stage had disappeared from the internet. There are some hints and apparent leaks that attempt to offer insight into the steps beyond this point, but we'll talk about those in a little bit. But essentially, this is where the trail goes cold. All the facts as we know them about this puzzle and about this scavenger hunt end here. So now we're just left thinking, who created this? What is this ultimately going to be used for other than these intelligent individuals and finding people? And what was at the end that seemed to be so secretive that people couldn't share it, you know, on these message boards? Because all these puzzles, all these steps were either figured out together, which is why we know about them now, or people that figured them out towards the end shared them. And again, I know there's some leaks that I want to jump into, but these are the set in stone facts of the path up into this point. Now that, that's crazy. So there's 14 people, got a little bit further, and disappeared off the internet. There's 14 locations. We're not sure how many people were let through. One could assume that it would be 14, one per location. True. Uh, but once those hit the website, you know, 4chan, Reddit, wherever they were posted, it's very hard to say, if not impossible, given the fact that these are on the Tor network, extremely anonymous, it's impossible to say who hosted the website, where they're located, who made it to the website, and how many made it through the time gate, because there was a time gate on that website locking out oh. any individuals who didn't get there in the early stages. This was essentially to say, stop working together, let's see who can make it first, because if you make it first, it means you probably properly figured out the code, and if you happen to slip in with a friend of yours, whatever happens after this point will probably weed you out. That's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the and the fact that, like, they never popped up on the internet again? Well, not that we are aware of at this point. Yeah. At this point, right? Like At the, this point. So, I'm uh, kind of exploring what we know in real time as uh, these clues kind of come out. So now we have, again, all of these questions that remain. And before we jump into the theories, I do want to say there is one more piece of fact that I might have left out here, mostly because it doesn't go with the puzzle, but it does help button up the puzzle. So I will say on the subreddit, after a month of silence, after the trail ended and all of the facts of the puzzle were wrapped up, there was a post on the subreddit from Cicada3301, and it said as follows, quote, hello, we have now found the individuals that we sought. Thus, our month-long journey ends for now. Thank you for your dedication and effort. If you were unable to complete the test or did not receive an email, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this one. Thank you all. Signed, 3301. Whoa, a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh. But <laughs> some little teasies there. That's like the, the after credits sequence there. So if you can imagine being an individual either along for the ride or maybe a very cutting edge intelligent individual who was riding the line of this puzzle every step of the way trying to push it trying to make it and then being cut off and only to see that there was no more steps it was dead silence only for a month later to find out that you didn't make it through at least there was some sort of closure because otherwise man i i it would yeah. make this even yeah. more it wild would to me. me it would mm-hmm oh no man that's that's interesting one that they're just so I don't know, nice <laughs> enough to be yeah. like, hey, we found the people that we wanted. Um, There will be another, you know, kind of like test in the future. Uh, right. 
another opportunity, perhaps. At what point does, like, I don't know, like, the United States, like, cybercrime, like, investigate something like this and go, okay, hold on, like, Like, are people going missing here, or... (laughs) Right. When do they step in? There's no... nefarious pieces necessarily it's just very odd you know it's uh, you wouldn't call the police because you thought you saw a ghost down the hallway very much like that but it doesn't stop you from feeling extremely unsettled and unsafe perhaps but that leads us into our our theories very nicely and the top theory that i feel a strong connection to after our understanding so far is that this might be a government agency now i don't know why a government agency would be looking internationally unless this is something that is you know, a global entity, uh, a government agency or a an alliance of government agencies. But to support that, you know, in 2010, the U.S., and this is two years prior to this whole thing kicking off, by the way, the United States Air Force Cyber Command embedded a code into their logo on their website, challenging individuals to find it. So something very similar, uh, essentially looking for individuals who might be well suited to their team by having a little Easter egg hunt on their website. And the government communications headquarters in UK, also known as the GCHQ, had a, quote, can you crack it challenge meant to find cryptographers. And so there's a pattern here of government agencies doing something very similar, probably to a much lesser degree of intensity that were ultimately aimed at finding individuals who would be well suited in their teams. Yeah, I didn't even, to be honest, that didn't even cross my mind, right? Like, I'm sitting here thinking it's some nefarious evil organization but yeah i mean what if it was just simply government or collection of governments god i mean like you could put on a tinfoil hat and look at this 50 different ways exactly and that's what this show's all about (laughs) oh man check out our merch we got the red web stamp tinfoil hat it's in (laughs) your pantry you can go make it yourself uh but that's really interesting. That's a very interesting take, and it's a theory that we won't really see much of in these types of conversations, that a government agency might be out there doing something. Because this doesn't, so far, it doesn't look nefarious. There isn't really anything necessarily illegal. But it is strange that it is on a popular... Well, I guess 4chan had a pretty prolific reputation for hacking and being hackers and being trolls. And so maybe somebody, if this is true, in a government agency was like, listen, if you want to do this right, you got to go right to where the heart is, right to where everybody that knows their tech is, uh, and put it right in their laps. Because uh, if I'm honest, I don't know how often I'm briefing myself on U.S. Cyber Command websites or government websites in general. I'm probably not browsing those very often. Mm -hmm. So if you really wanted to find somebody who was a very good on-the-fly cryptographer steganographer or whatever i feel like going right to the belly of the beast might be the way to do that yeah no i completely agree with the whole um line that you just said or just like just dump it on their lap <laughs> see what happens let's see what they make of this yeah i just uh, I'm so interested in knowing like what what comes of this because it's just so many different things it could mm-hmm. be good it could be bad it could be pointless like well don't forget we have those leaks Uh, I want to jump into those a little bit after these theories because they might backwards substantiate some of these theories, but also because, again, I want to recognize that we can't say for certain if these leaks are true because at this point, so, so few people made it through that we aren't necessarily sure about these accounts. So we'll get into those a little bit in a second. But the other theories, 
to kind of blast through them, there is the idea that this is a cult or a secret society. So not necessarily something that is a government agency or a more official level thing, but maybe a kind of white hat or a black hat sort of secret society uh, with the intent of recruiting individuals from across the globe. What really comes to mind to me is that Die Hard film, right? That recent one where, uh, what's his name? I don't remember off the top of my head, was a hacker. And all he did was write a piece of a code that was sent off to somebody else, and then his apartment blew up. And they pulled together all these different pieces of code from all these different highly intelligent coders to put together this crazy huge code that could essentially control the United States, like, all of the networks, essentially. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's movie talk, but... There's something there that makes me feel like a little unnerved, right? Is this a secret society that's looking for individuals to work on a project that they either don't know about or do know about? Like, what is their their motive? Is it good? Is it chaotic neutral? Is it evil? We don't really know. We just don't know. And that leads me to the next theory is that this is simply a hacker group. This could be a hacker group because it's all focused on cryptography, steganography, deciphering code, and obviously deals with the Tor network and the dark web, which is something that hackers would be much more intimately aware of. Mm -hmm. And the amount of technical know-how to connect all of these things together would take somebody like a cypherpunk to really yeah. put this all together. And, and cypherpunks, again, harken back to the idea of Satoshi Nakamoto and the mysterious creator of Bitcoin. We talked about them a little bit. Typically, their MO is more positive. It's more about increasing anonymity and privacy and securing data uh, and i think that those are all honorable motives behind what could be happening here so not, not you know just because it's a hacker doesn't necessarily mean that there's something negative in, intended and and the the last most popular theory that kind of persisted from the very beginning all the way through is that this is an arg and i actually had written here as you had mentioned the halo 2 i love bees yeah ARG that happened, you know, and that's again a topic that I would love to explore deeper if that's something that you guys would be interested in But if you just very very lightly on that if you look that up There are videos that are related back to that ARG and it's very strange. It's very glitchy like an old CRT TV kind of like staticky image of bees and stuff and again you just you would have no reason to connect that to a major gaming franchise and mm -hmm. so who's to say what this otherwise innocuous puzzle might relate to. It could relate to anything under the rules of an ARG. Yeah, oh man, this is so cool. I mean, <laughs> this is one of those things, uh, I'm kind of just, I don't know, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm just like, this is so interesting. Yeah, and that's why this is one of the ones that I probably love the most, I feel the most passionate about, and like, God, I wish I, I just, I wish I knew more. Yeah. Um, I it's wish like there the was, First to bite into act of a thriller movie mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm hooked and i just want to know more <laughs> about it <laughs> well let's let's learn potentially a little bit more let's let's start looking into those leaks and the information that was coming out after the the factual information was closed off after yeah, the puzzle very, was done for the average layman what came after that i'd be very interested to see like what these leaks are using to validate themselves mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great question. You know, if you made it through to this point and you were somebody that solved every puzzle and you felt accomplished, depending on what was said to you, uh, I guess at this point, what would motivate you to say anything? Why do you owe this information to the internet versus keeping it secret? 
and continuing on with whatever this initiation is or whatever this job is, Mm -hmm. unless you find at that juncture it doesn't connect with you or you signed something. I don't know. So we're going to dive right in. So jumping into the leaks, those who got to that website that I mentioned much earlier, back at the end of the puzzle, those who made it through that time gate were then sent an email with a unique encrypted message that they were then responsible for deciphering. That very same email did say that one could get a, quote, second chance at receiving their own encrypted message and referenced the, quote, numbers.tk hint. Not exactly sure what that means at this juncture, but again, we don't have all the pieces. And it is very unclear as to what this hint was or what happened to those who solved these specifically encrypted messages. Supposedly, those who correctly decrypted their message received yet another email, this time with a MIDI puzzle. And again, this is something that we can only see in text uh, and we only hear first-hand or second-hand accounts about. So when it, when it says a MIDI puzzle, an M-I-D-I puzzle, my guess is that it is a, a tune or a song or some sort of musical composition that when put into certain programs, you are able to turn sound essentially into a visual. You can think of a sound wave, but there are also other ways to decrypt sounds in order to pull out a message or an image. That is my best guess as to what happened at this point, because again, we don't have all the facts here. Uh, This is all a game of telephone from people who might not even be reliable sources. But the people who correctly solved this were then sent apparently one final email, and this is where we are the most uncertain. So sometime after this, someone leaked what was supposedly the final email that was sent before that month-long silence, with some particularly noteworthy parts. So Cicada said that they were not a hacker group or a whereas group. They did not engage in illegal activity. Instead, they said that they were a think tank that focused on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas of, uh, that they advocated for, such as liberty, privacy, security, This kind of harkens back to the idea of the cypherpunks, right? That hacker group who was all about privacy and security and making sure that people had freedom of speech and movement, nothing nefarious. It also said that censorship was wrong and that privacy was an inalienable right. And the last part we have on this leaked email is that it was never proven to be legitimate because it lacked the PGP signature that pretty much all of the images, messages, etc. had from Cicada up until this point. Oh... It's also worth noting that this email that was shared and leaked had some, quote, strange punctuation. And then different people later on claimed that they were sent the same email, however, with slightly different punctuation, as if the punctuation was essentially a, like a word mark to proactively identify anybody who leaked, or like a signature to mark it as your email. So Fredo, if I were to send you an email, I might put a period or a quote or a comma in a, in a very obscure spot and mark down that this yeah. is going to alfredo at gmail.com. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so if any of these messages come out, I can go bingo. That's the individual that leaked. Therefore, they are out of this effort, this movement. And that concludes the leaks. Uh, to me, wow. I think that there is, you know, some pretty substantial, uh, it, it feels like it fits. But it is curious that there isn't that PGP signature to substantiate it. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's like frustrating, right? Because like you want to know more and you want to believe mm-hmm, that this mm-hmm. is something that is, you know, that was sent by them. But it doesn't have the signature. And the thing is, yeah. like the signature is always 
been a staple in every step. Exactly. It's not like it's a passive thing that they happen to tuck on there, like a forum post, right? Yeah. Where you have a signature at the bottom. They made a point to identify it. They said, if we're ever going to talk to you, you're going to see this PGP signature. And if you're going to hear from us, you're going to know it's us. Because up until this point, you know, they were dead silent. And some people tried to fake things or, or you know, try to come up with new fake clues. And they all lacked that signature. And so... You know, that's what makes this even more curious is that the leaks do on one hand feel right. They feel like they substantiate the, I guess, the narrative that has been laid out before us so far. But yeah. but it's missing that one crucial piece, the key, essentially. I gotta, and, um, yeah. you know, they, they made it a whole point. I got I to gotta toss it aside. I just can't, you mm -hmm. know, it's always been there. Um, yeah. I just, I can't think of any reason why it wouldn't be, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. Yeah. And so to recap, recap all of this convoluted puzzle, the scavenger hunt, everything. So to recap, we have the puzzle, the scavenger hunt, right? Mm -hmm. We have these glimpses as to what might have happened after the time-gated website closed, what those emails might have looked like. And we have a few ideas as to maybe who is behind this, but that's essentially it. At this point in time, people that were solving this on the fly, this is all they knew. In fact, this might be all we ever knew. Or so we thought, because exactly one year and a day later, oh, oh. after many fake clues and false leads, Cicada was back as confirmed by their original PGP signature. But that's all the time we have for today. Ah! I'm sorry. I hate to end it like that because again, I love this this topic. Oh, I hope so you I good. hope you tune in next week. Uh, this is probably going to be one of the rare times we break into two parts. I, I hope you tune in next week on Monday as we continue our journey into Cicada because there's more puzzles in store and I want to talk about those. I want to talk about the individuals who claim to have solved those puzzles what? and what they, what they claim to have heard uh, from this entity and, um, and maybe what they know about this, uh, about this mystery. The mystery that we simply know as Cicada 3301. What? <laughs> It's good. It's like, oh, okay. All right. I hate, I, I hate to do it All to right. him, you know? I mean, like, you guys will have to wait a week. I, too, also have to wait this week. <laughs> you, yeah, you, too. Like, you also have to wait. I go into these that's blinds, true. so, like, I don't know, and I'm going to have to wait till next week. That's, Man. that's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm, I will say, like, this is probably one of the ones where, like, you know, like, every every week... There's a new mystery or something that's going on, and you're like, you know, you're unpacking it for me. You're living, uh, you're like leaving these little like breadcrumbs. But let me tell mm -hmm. you, these crumbs are delicious. Some fat crumbs. <laughs> I'm trying to lay you some thick boy crumbs, you know. I, I gotta make sure you're well fed. God dang. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. I had to. I had to pull myself back. Christian wanted to do a double recording. I had to pull back, man, because like it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a chunker. There's a lot left to come, oh, that's and that's good. why that's why we got to break it up. But uh, thank you all again so much for listening and for sharing. You know, I, I saw that a, a Reddit page made it to the front page of Reddit, right? Obviously, and uh, and there was it was all about uh, internet mysteries, and so many of you were in there talking about this podcast in such positive ways. It really means the world to us that you share it in that way, and that you've been enjoying it. Uh, this is truly a, a passion project of ours. And this is something that I would have been doing by myself anyway, right? Because like, and I'm sure, you know, Christian would have been doing the same thing. I'm sure Fredo, you know, he, he dips his toes in there, but like... I'm afraid. I'm terrified. 
I'm just, I, man, I'm sincerely blown away. I'm, I'm just very happy with how you guys have seemed to uh, receive the podcast, and you've had uh, amazing responses across all the platforms. You guys have got us into these top lists uh, on Spotify and on iTunes and everywhere, and you've left some incredible reviews, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on, but all I wanted to say at this juncture, as we start to come to a close here on the season, on the first season of Red Web, just thank you. Thank you very much for listening and for sharing. It means the world to us, and I hope that we get to see you next week for the final conclusion of not only Cicada 3301, but the closure of the Red Web Season 1. Oh, so good. Thank you, everyone. You're beautiful. Mm.